is episode 29 of the Esteemed Life Podcast, and I'm excited that I've made it this far in this journey. And when I say journey, I do mean journey. This has been a journey of discovery unlike anything I have ever experienced before. But it's been a good one, and I have learned a lot. I was away for a couple of weeks taking a much-needed break. But I was thinking about you, my listeners, and how I can improve the podcast to better serve you. So guess what? Changes are coming. Stay tuned to find out all about it. This is the Esteemed Life Podcast, where I talk about difficult childhood experiences and how we can overcome them to live the life that God intended for us to live. I know it's possible because I've done it, and I'm here to help you do the same. I am your host, Michelle Hall, certified Christian life coach and personal development strategist. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, esteemed ones, and welcome back to the Esteemed Life Podcast. When I started this podcast, it was my intent to share my story of childhood trauma and hardships to help other people face their own traumas and hardships. I wanted to inform people that healing is possible. If you've listened to the podcast from the beginning, you know that I've had several childhood challenges and I carried those burdens into my adult life. The thing is, childhood trauma and hardships encompasses a lot of things, all of which are terrible, and no child should have to experience any such trauma or hardship in their lives. But as I have progressed in this podcast journey and strongly considered who specifically I want to serve, I looked at my own life to determine What was the thing that had the biggest impact, the biggest effect on my life? And in doing this contemplation, I determined that it was childhood sexual abuse at the hands of two family members. This kind of trauma has such a profound effect on its victims. So I have decided to focus on this subject matter specifically for the podcast. My childhood sexual abuse is something that I kept secret, and it is something that women that I have spoken to and worked with have also kept secret for a variety of reasons. And I know that we are not the only ones. I know some of you listening may have experienced childhood sexual abuse and kept it a secret for all these years. And you may still be carrying the secret. What I want to do with the new direction of the podcast is to create a safe space for women who are survivors of childhood sexual abuse. I want to provide a safe space for you to hear other women's stories and to bring encouragement and hope to not have them relive the trauma, of course. That is not the intent, but to encourage healing to encourage exploration of how you feel about what you experienced. I will have therapists and counselors 
who work with women victims of childhood sexual abuse to provide insight and help so that you or anyone out there who has experienced this can begin the healing process if you have not began to do so. So what changes are coming? Well, a new brand, a new target audience, and some new content. Starting next week, the podcast will have these things in place. Stay tuned to find out what the new name of the podcast will be. Episode 30 will be a new iteration of the Esteemed Life podcast, and it's going to be bigger and better. And it is my prayer that it will be more impactful in a positive way to more people. But today, I want to delve a little into this subject matter. I want to talk about the secrecy that often shrouds childhood sexual abuse and the importance of discussing the effects this has on women. This is a topic that demands attention. Childhood sexual abuse leaves deep scars, and it's estimated that approximately one in four women has experienced this trauma before the age of 18. Today, we're going to shed light on the tremendous burden these women carry, often in silence, and how it affects their lives today. The impact of childhood sexual abuse can be devastating, leaving survivors struggling with trust issues, emotional challenges, and difficulties in their own sexuality. As we explore these important aspects, I want to highlight the significance of creating a safe and supportive environment for survivors to share their experiences. It is my intent to shed light on the profound consequences of childhood sexual abuse. It's crucial that we address this issue openly and offer support to those who have endured such trauma. It's time to normalize this conversation. Let's begin by acknowledging that staggering statistics that reveal the prevalence of childhood sexual abuse. Studies suggest that one in four women have been victimized before the age of 18. These numbers highlight the urgent need for conversation and support for survivors. The burden of secrecy that survivors carry is tremendous. Many women suffer in silence for years or even decades, unable to share their experience due to fear, shame, or a sense of powerlessness. This secret takes a toll on their mental, emotional, and physical well-being. The effects of childhood sexual abuse are far-reaching, impacting survivors in various ways. Trust becomes a significant challenge for many, as the betrayal they experienced during the abuse makes it difficult to form healthy relationships. Boundaries and a sense of safety becomes an elusive goal. Emotional and psychological challenges are prevalent among survivors as well. These challenges include anxiety, depression, post-traumatic stress disorder, and disordered eating patterns, to name a few. These are common coping 
coping mechanisms or attempts to regain control over their bodies. Furthermore, survivors often struggle with their own sexuality. Childhood sexual abuse can profoundly impact a survivor's sense of self-worth and body image. Intimacy becomes a source of anxiety and sexual functioning may be affected. I was watching some reels on social media and something popped up about the old adage that was very prevalent when I was growing up, the old adage about kids staying in a kid's place or staying out of grown folks' business. And I thought about that from the perspective of a child who had been sexually abused. Uh, If you're not familiar with that adage, it was very common, I know, in African-American homes where grown-ups would tell children to stay in a child's place. Children were to be seen and not heard and don't speak until you're spoken to. Stay out of grown folks' business. And I thought about that as it relates to childhood sexual abuse and the secrets that we often carry. And if there is a correlation to that, if you're teaching your children that you can't speak up about grown-up things, well, childhood sexual abuse is indeed a grown-up thing, but if the atmosphere in the house is that you don't speak until you're spoken or you don't get in grown folks' business or when you're shut down as a child, basically, and you're not able to uh, freely express yourself or to bring grown-up things to the grown-ups, it seems almost as though they're encouraging you to keep a secret. I mean, how would they ever even know if you can't tell them, if you can't say anything or if you can't tell them? So that was just something that came to mind as I was um, reading through the comments and seeing the different perspectives that people had on that. What I'd like to hear from you is to uh, pop over into the Facebook group, The Esteemed Ones, and let me know what your thoughts are. Is that something that was prevalent when you were a child? And do you think that um, having that standard in the household would have an effect on whether or not a child felt safe enough to tell the grown-ups in the house that something of this nature had happened to them. I'd love to know what your thoughts are on that. So please pop over into the Facebook group and let me know what your thoughts are. Before I head out, I want to say that um, I am a life coach. I am not a psychotherapist or a licensed counselor, but I would like to emphasize the importance of seeking professional help. Therapy can provide a safe and non-judgmental place for survivors to begin their healing journey. Coaching can help as well. It depends on where each woman is in her healing journey. Some women work with a therapist and a coach at the same time. But here's the thing that I want you to remember. Healing is possible 
with the right support and resources. It is our collective responsibility to raise awareness about childhood sexual abuse and provide the necessary support to survivors. By openly discussing this issue, we can contribute to creating a society that is more compassionate, understanding, and better equipped to help those affected. Together, we can make a difference. Until next time. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you are a woman of a mature age and find yourself still struggling with the effects of your adverse childhood experiences, my Journey to You program could help. This program is designed to help you release built-up hurt, resentment, anger, and pain, shatter limiting beliefs you may have about yourself, set healthy boundaries and standards for your life, and discover your authentic identity in Christ so that you can live life with emotional freedom. Click the link in the show notes to complete the questionnaire or email me at michelle at livetheesteemedlife.com. And remember, life can get better. You just have to do the work.